Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the latest episode of the Splatsploitation Book Club, my podcast where I take a positive look at the nasty and extreme, and in this format I do it with a guest from the extreme horror and splatterpunk community. Now with me today I have D.E. McCluskey. Hopefully you said that right. <laughs> just said it right. <laughs> yeah, I just practiced it a hundred times beforehand. Uh, so yeah, welcome to the show Dave, it's nice to uh, see you well, Thanks person. for having me. Yeah, thank, uh, thanks for having me. I'm like, uh, I always think I'm better looking, not in person. <laughs> so it's a, it's always a bit of a, always a bit of a weird one because like, uh, I, 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 whenever I see myself on these cameras, I can always see where my hair isn't. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the way to do it. You just got to go <laughs> on and say, yeah, <laughs> I look like a fucking superstar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I've got to, I've got to apologize that. I've got my dog here with me, and if someone knocks on the door, he thinks he's a Rottweiler when he's like just like a little <laughs> sausage dog. So he might just buy, he might just go off in the background. But That's right. I think go. I've had a few shows now that have been interrupted by dogs, cats, children, like all kinds of stuff. Hey, it's, yeah, the dogs and cats the are okay, but them children, they shouldn't. Yeah, not be allowed. I prefer the first two. Not, yeah. yeah, not be allowed <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, before we um, get on with today's show and talk about the book. Um, just give uh, you a chance to introduce yourself to everyone. If you just let them know a bit about yourself, your books you got out, what you want them to read, or a good place to start reading your work. And yeah, anything okay. you well, want. Well, really. um, yeah, D.E. McCluskey, uh, or Dave. Um, <laughs> I only write to D.E. McCluskey so people don't know whether I'm male or female. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think I give that away pretty sharpish. Um, <laughs> I'm from Liverpool in the UK, and I write all kinds of genres. I don't just write splatterpunk, but I do enjoy writing the splatterpunk because it's just sort of like, let yourself go. But I write mainstream horror, horror, a lot of horror comedy, um, thrillers. I've done a sci-fi. I've done a, I've done a, a, a fantasy trilogy or, or, a, or a saga, but I also write kids books as well. Um, so I started writing graphic novels probably around about 10 years ago now. I mean, debut novel, The Twelve, was was out about seven years ago. And um, I've been ignored ever since. So I'm happy. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Less ignored recently, though. Like, the boyfriend's well, done well, right? It's, it's gone crazy at the moment with the with the boyfriend. When, when I, that, that sounds awful, doesn't it? Gone crazy <laughs> with the boyfriend. Um, I brought out the book, The Boyfriend, and it's just gone boom on... Um, a thriller, psychological thriller readers group on Facebook, and an awful lot of the splatterpunk community have taken on because it is a, it is a really graphic and violent book. Um, so a lot of the people who've read Zola and Cravens and the special stuff, I've gone, I've, I've embraced the boyfriend as well, which I'm made up about. You know, like yeah. obviously the more the merrier. Get get your name out there a little bit more. So yeah, so we're made up with that. So if you wanted somewhere to start off, I would say I would say go with the twelve. That was my debut novel, um, and then that that's like that's like a it's a it's a spooky, occult ghost story, but there's a lot of violence in it, and there's like a, a little bit of sexy time in it as well for the ladies. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's that's the, probably a good place to start. But what I always say to people is that remember, I wrote it eight years ago. Yeah, <laughs> and that me writing has changed a bit since because, like, you know, you, you know, you think to yourself, when I, when I first brought that out, I, I didn't have an editor, um, completely brought it out myself. I had a few people cast their eyes over it and stuff like that. Um, and a couple of the, the early reviews were like, Oh my god, this is a great story, but it could have done with an editor. So I went yeah. and Lisa edited Lisa Lee Tone, who's my editor, she edited it for me. Um, but it had already been out there, if you know what I mean. So I always I always put that little caveat. Yeah. I would never put anything out with that. Is <laughs> like my spelling and grammar is atrocious. Like I, I, I wouldn't my, trust myself. My spelling is awful. I mean, it really is. It's it, it's borderline. I, I mean, I, I say borderline. I might it might even be dyslexic because I just I just I have no confidence in me spelling. Do yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm just I was glad told that I was. Can... Um, yeah, I was the same. I was told I was dyslexic in school. Like every yeah. English well, grade was shit all the way yeah. through school. And then we got to the final <laughs> exam and spelling and grammar was like 5% of the final mark. So I aced it, no problems. Well, <laughs> well I see I'm 50. So we, there was no such thing as dyslexia when I was in school. You know what I mean? It was like you were either thick 
<laughs> or, or your wins. I'm not far off. I'm 40, and in the, yeah, and in school, dyslexia was like they treated you like you were fucking stupid, yeah. like it's rather easy, than like, you scabby head. just yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. So you you were taken off, and it was almost as if you had a disease, and they're like, yeah, like, yeah. have you brought your medication for your dyslexia? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, no. but I'm also the same with numbers. If I if I look at a page of numbers. Oh, I'm jumbled up. I'm completely not jumbled up, which mm. is bizarre because I've got a I've got a computing degree. <laughs> I've got a, <laughs> a two one degree in computing, um, but maths. Gone. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. My maths was solid. I was fine with maths. It was a spelling. Oh. I just couldn't do. I still don't know my times tables, and I'm fifty, and I'm <laughs> and I'm doing all right for not knowing them. If you know yeah, what I mean. So my daughter, my daughter comes in and says, oh, the teaching." The teacher's asking us to do like the eight and nine times table, and I'm like, well, you must go and uh, do them yourself then, because that's the only way you're going to learn. Don't ask me. Rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, so, yeah. So, it's that's interesting it. that's, that's that you, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting you recommended the 12, or like, because the only stuff I've read of yours has all been the gross stuff. I've read like oh, Zola, stuff, yeah. cravings, and special stuff. Like, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's kind of how I know you. I don't know you as like this psychological I'm, thriller horror guy. Yeah, and then the I like sort of mainstream. Well, I do like it. I've got a book, I've got a series of well, a series, the second one's coming out uh, in November called In the Move for Murder, um, which is like a psychological thriller based in 1946 mm. and sequels based in 1948. So I, I write like, like, uh, right across the board. When I, when I come up with an idea for a story, I don't say to myself, this is going to be splatterpunk, or I don't say this is going to be. This is going to be children's book, or this is going to be psychological thriller. The story kind of picks itself, which is like a like a bizarre one. Like yeah. the one that I've got coming out next week, which is um, all these kids are going to die. Originally, I want I wanted that to be splatter and pure extreme, but it didn't want to be, and I couldn't. <laughs> I, I, I wrote it, and I I couldn't retrofit any right. splatter or do you know what I mean? It because it just didn't yeah. sort of fit the story. So, um, but the stinky stump that I'm bringing out next year, that's like, that's, that sounds like that's got extreme splatter out all over it, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the stinky yeah. stump. Yeah. Now, even think, now, like, it's one of your kids' ones. It's got to be one of the other, right? <laughs> Yeah, they're like, Dad, you know, we need the stinky stump by D.E. Kluski. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. Yeah. Crazy. And now it's good to have seen, like, you kind of take off a bit with the boyfriend. Like, just... I see like so many of your books around and then yeah, just suddenly it just exploded. Yeah, it's, it was very nice gone, to see. It's gone mad. It's it's really gone mad. I mean, it's gone from being it's and, and it's a crazy spectrum. It's gone from being like I, I'm getting messages from I got someone today saying I've I've read 108 books this year and yours is the best book I've read. You're my, my, my favorite book I've read this year. And some people have said you know, I'm I'm 38 and and I've been reading all my life and yours is in the top 10 of my all time favorites and I'm like made up. And then I look on Goodreads and I get like a load of like one star reviews. I mean, I got, I got called a paedophile the other day. I saw that. Goodreads. Yeah, but it was like it was the craziest thing. It's like you know, this like people. I always like I I look at that review and I think to myself, that's like that's like the the woman of friends who couldn't differentiate between Dr. Drake Ramore and Joey. Do you know what I, I mean? Think, like, yeah, I mean, what I've seen of it, like I've got very limited knowledge on this because only one of my books has done like all right. Is yeah. if something gets a bit popular, then you get a lot more hate. Yeah, like, you do. You get a lot of people trying like to just our um ensuring your place in hell has got loads of one stars, you racist, you you know, yeah, yeah. sexist, yeah, anything, yeah, everything thrown at it. But it's also yeah. got loads of five stars and it's the most popular book where all of my other books that have probably got a bit more kind of graphic stuff within them. They're just largely ignored because no one's really read them. So you don't get yeah. that backlash because yeah. I'm sure well, like, I haven't I haven't read The Boyfriend yet, but I can't imagine there's anything in that worse than some of the stuff in Cravings or Zola, <laughs> but you won't get anywhere so near what, the abuse. So what, what, what it is, what it is with The Boyfriend is like there's like a, there's a 10 page sexual assault um and it's graphic it's like it's it's almost blow by blow and it's two days worth of a sexual attack that this wow. that this girl goes through so what so a lot of the one star reviews um you, you always fixate on the one star do you know what i mean yeah. it's got <laughs> it's got 21 one star reviews or 23 now because i've got two two new ones today 
<laughs> so it's a it's a it's got 23 one star reviews it's got 376 five star reviews but you're always fixated yeah. on the 23 one star <laughs> but what it is is I think a load of people have read it who were into like Colleen Hoover and um John Mars it's not there John Mars. Yeah. yeah, like the like the like the the not knocking them or nothing like that, but it's a main it's like mainstream, it's like almost like cozy psychological thriller. Yeah. So they read the boyfriend and gone, oh, this looks like a nice one. It's like a boy who's a little bit horrible and blah blah blah. And then they go, fuck it out. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah, they, they, they've read they haven't read the trigger warnings that come with it. Yeah, see that's and, where I go and, wrong. I don't do the trigger warnings. Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't on my horrors and on me and on me. me, me I guess the boyfriend's not as obvious, is it? Like from the cover and the concept. The cover. The cover looks very mainstream, doesn't it? Yeah. So, uh, so I've on me on me psychological thrillers. I'm writing a new one now called By Descent, which is a psychological thriller, um, and I'm going to put the trigger warnings on that one because of the audience it's going for. Right. Yeah. But as yeah. the like the, the, the splatterpunk audience. Fuck them, they they don't care. They're like, they yeah. <laughs> you know, the more the merrier, the go, the splat, the poo, the bleh. <laughs> give me more, more, more. Um, but the but the the, the psychological thriller, yeah. like, well, that's because it's got, yeah, because it's reached. Yeah. Oh an my audience. god, the popping eyeball! Yeah. Oh no, not for me. <laughs> it's reached an audience it wouldn't normally be at, right? Which exactly it's yeah. good for you it's all extra sales but with that does come the one stars yeah great responsibility i take no responsibility for my work it's, <laughs> no, I, you I, it's your fault. responsibility i don't know the, 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 the thinking outside the box if you're <laughs> doing that yeah uh so yeah before we um start with bishop then you said you had a a drabble, did you for the 60 seconds? Oh, yeah, one? yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a drabble. Yeah, I've got go a drabble for you. Let me just um pull this up. So the drabble is called Blood. And uh, right, I'm gonna read it in me. I'm gonna read it in the voice that I used to read my daughter when she was, when was trying to get her to sleep. So you know, <laughs> if you if, if if your listeners are asleep by the end of it, then it then it's done its duty. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Normally, I'd never look down. I would usually find something interesting in the drab white tiles or the off-white grouting between them. Either that or a quick scan of the ceiling. I don't look down. You never, ever look to your left or to your right. You don't want to lock eyes with a colleague, not while you're doing what it is you're doing. That way lies darkness and embarrassment. But it's never, ever down. Today, I looked down. There was blood. I zipped up my trousers, washed my hands, and returned to my desk. There, I silently panicked. <laughs> That's the drabble. <laughs> nice. That's a horrible one. That nice. <laughs> <laughs> because I think I can see, like, if people are, if people are listening to this, I can see, like, 80% of the fellas crossing the legs. Just ignore that problem. That will go just away. ignore that <laughs> bit of blood there. It's, just, yeah, it's, it's Fibina, that's what that is. Yeah. No, but check yourselves, guys. Check yourselves, <laughs> check yourselves, check yourselves. There you go. So that was my right. travel. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Thank you very much for sharing. <laughs> my pleasure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the book we're going to be covering this week is Bishop by Candice Nola. Yep. Uh, there will be spoilers we will jump all over the place and discuss whatever we want without the book uh, so yeah if you haven't read it before there are going to be some spoilers so sorry about that but you can always pause go off and read it or you can let us persuade you to go and get a copy of it um, while we tell you how good it is mm -hmm. uh, yeah so before we kind of delve into it um, just want to quickly ask like why this book what made you choose this one out of any of the ones you could choose well, the fact that everybody dies in the end. <laughs> There's the spoiler for you, isn't it? Um, no, well, I'm a really, really slow reader. I mean, I mean, I'm an extremely slow reader. I can write a full draft of a 90,000-page book quicker than I can read a, 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 like, like, like a 90,000-page book. Um, I'm just really slow. Now, what attracted me to Zola, uh, to Zola, to Bishop, was the fact that 
loads of people love it in the first instance, and it was it was more of a novella size. Mm. Um, oh, let me just decline that. So it was more of a more of a um, uh, a novella. So I knew it would be a quicker read, uh, and also I wanted to know what all the fuss was about because ev- <laughs> everybody talks about it. And uh, it and it is it was a great book. I absolutely I absolutely devoured it. To be fair, <laughs> I tell you, yeah. I read it, and and this isn't this isn't blowing smoke up your ass, but I read it as fast as I read the rot, because I was really invested in the rot. Um, because I read the rot as like a, a like a, a a series of small short stories. Yeah. Uh, even though we're like with an overarching narrative, um, but but I devoured Bishop in the same way as I devoured your book. Yeah. It's so. nice to hear. I don't mind yeah, being compared to that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, completely true. Completely true. But I love it. Like so. So what I loved about the premise of it is, I love a book that is based out in the open. Yeah, especially yeah. when there's like a lot of elements involved, like 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 heavy snowfalls and stuff like that. Because I love a book where, and this is the genius of Bishop is it's based out in the open. She's in she's out they're out in the woods, but it's really claustrophobic. Hmm. It's really, really claustrophobic. It's like you can feel the trees and, you know, and, and, and the darkness behind the trees really creeping up on you and and and, and wrapping you up in their little, like, um, a cocoon and stuff like yeah. that. So, so I really, if you can get that right, you've, you, you know, you've, you've got it, you've got a great it was, um There was pretty much the first note I wrote about it was like, it's incredibly atmospheric. Yeah. Like I said, it's just... You got this big open wilderness, but yeah, because there's this constant lurking danger at all times. Yes, yeah, it does yeah. feel claustrophobic. Like, yeah, I uh, yeah, that that's what I love about it. Now, um, I loved the character of Bishop. Was just you know he was enigmatic. He was just you, you, you know you loved you loved him, even though he was like a, you know he was he's like a little bit arrogant because obviously he doesn't want to be around humans that often. Um, that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the opposite. I'm like, I like the proper No, I'm stuck. I work from home, so I'm stuck in our house. So it seems like so an outdoor, like, out, yeah. I'm like a Tasmanian <laughs> devil. Ah! Um, but yeah, so the fact that like um, that he was an engaging character and he had a backstory, and the backstory gradually eked out. And I haven't read, I haven't read Bishop Two. Um, no, I haven't yet. I'm, no. I'm, I'm going to assume that there's going to be an awful lot more backstory, or you're going to learn an awful lot more about him. So there's a spoiler as well. So Bishop doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. so yeah. yeah, so that's the, that's that's one of the more engaging, one of the least engaging things about it. I'm, I'm when I when I when I, I got into it, I'm not really into the myth of the Wendigo, or if if that's how you pronounce it, I never. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, the reason being is because it's 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 done, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like loads of people. Anything that's like that's going to be about the woods tends to be about a Wendigo. Um, if it's done right, it's great. This was done right, I thought. This was this was the way she, the way the way she got the into the mind of the Wendigo. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So you, you actually understood where that was coming from. As opposed to where everybody wouldn't know what everybody else was, with just going into like the into the the psyches of the humans, it got into the psyche of the Wendigo as well. And and you know, for such a short book, I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was a really good. Yeah, touch. I really, I really liked the kind of Wendigo aspect of it, just because I haven't read that too much. Like you see, obviously werewolves, vampires, zombies, yeah, all yeah. the time. But yeah, to me, the Wendigo just felt a little bit different. Like film wise, right. I've seen it okay. loads, but book wise, I've seen it. I've seen, I've so seen it a lot. From- I've seen an awful lot in comics and graphic novels. Right, um, yeah. And uh, to be fair, and, and this is going to be like a bit of an admission, and, and you know, the person who wrote the comic might have to be watching, but there was this one specific comic, I'm not going to name it, and it was awful. But it was a Wendigo yeah, comic. Don't name it. <laughs> no, I won't name it. It was, <laughs> but it was an, it was an indie, and, and he's a lovely guy, the guy who wrote it, but his comic. I mean, he's done, he's done some great comics, but that one was just... And it kind of ruined kind of that. off it a bit. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it just it be a little bit of like, a, I'm, I'm done with the Wendigo. But, <laughs> yeah, this, uh, so when this... you um, so when you first started reading this one, this is what I'm always curious about with this book. So when, when... I first started reading it, what yeah. I was thinking was, 
are we like because it's quite a few chapters in before you see Aaron and um Cassie yeah. did you think that they were going to be in the book or did you think the whole book was going to be searching for them I kind of got on to because it's it, it, a lot of it's the way I I write I kind of got on to the fact that the first scene was going to be either uh that it was going to come back as a flashback or it was going to be the prologue to how the story's going to go so I kind of got on to the fact that it was going to be um at the Wendigo and and, and, and Bishop's kind of um, interaction was going to be based on that car accident. Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah. I knew that the car accident was there for a reason and I knew it was either a prologue or a flashback. So, mm. yeah. Um, so, like, I enjoy, so I, I, I enjoy that because straight away you're invested in the book. Mm. You know, straight away you're, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of rooting already for the characters. So, yeah. But it was a, yeah. it was a, it was a, it was a really good, good start because it was atmospheric and and it it gave you an idea of what you were going to get in the rest. It was of the a book. nice, um, a nice pace as well, right at the start, where Troy kind of gets the phone call and then kind of arrives and has to go through all the process. Like, yeah, I really yeah. liked the fact that it just didn't rush any of that part of it. Yeah. It just kind of gave you the kind of dread that Troy was. He's trying to be optimistic, like I'll find him, but at the same time, yeah. you're like, dude, it's fucking Alaska and they're in the middle of a and, fucking yeah. wilderness. Like, you know, yeah. this is this is a tough one. Like, I loved it. I, I because for such a short book, for such a short book, the, the, the procedural side of it all, where he's going to, you know, he's, he's going through the police and he's going and, and then he gets taken to another place and then he gets taken to go and meet Bishop um, and he's in the bar and stuff like that. that all the procedural side of things. As you say, wasn't rushed, and it actually, it you know, it gave you a sense of completeness. I mm. thought, yeah, so that could have easily been rushed vision. all of that. Yeah, and you could have skipped all of that and started with him arriving at the campsite. At the campsite. But, yeah, but then you wouldn't know nothing about him. So mm. Yeah, because it gave you it gave you like uh, what I liked about it was that like he was a survival expert, and but he didn't push a survival expert. Or he, he was a, what he, he was a logger, wasn't he? Or was, was he, yeah, he was a logger, yeah. He was yeah. he was someone who can handle himself outside. So he's an, he's an outside he nowhere, guy. Yeah. yeah, but he has but he nowhere near his sister's ability, like yeah, for hiking but he didn't and stuff. Push, he did he didn't push his expertise, his his, his logging, his his, his outdoormanship, yeah, up to the police. Yeah, uh, no, none of that came into it yeah. at all. It was nothing like that. Yeah. He was yeah. basically in their hands. He's like, I want to do something. I can't just sit around, so I'm gonna to have to try and do something. Going after time, yeah. Yeah. Rather than being like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go and crack this case sort of thing. Yeah. And also I love it. I love it when main characters die. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh spoiler alert, hashtag yeah. when the mum when the mum croaks, yeah, I thought to myself, yeah, you, know, you didn't want her to die. You, you don't want her to die, do you? But you're thinking, yes. <laughs> it's a fucking me. horrible death. Kill well, some of your main like, characters. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't just like, oh, she's dead now. It was like, oh my god, he's ripped her the fuck apart and left the body shit, spewed like, over the cave. Like, yeah, I, I absolutely superb. I love it. Yeah. So yeah. I thought she's done. A, I thought she's done a, fan, a sterling job, a fantastic job on that one. And and I am looking forward to reading number two. But when that's yeah. going, to be, going to be about seventy three by the time we get down to it, because I was slapped. um I was going to jump into the second one, but then I realised it was co written, I think, with Mike, uh, yeah. and back, yeah. and then I haven't read his Splatter Western, so I was like, oh, I'll do that because it looks like the two books come together somehow. Mm. I might be wrong here, but that's what it looked like to me. Yeah. I so know. I went to read his Splatter Western, and then it was out of print because they were going, the publishers were going through something. But yeah. now it's out again. I'm like, okay, well, now I need to read that so I can read Bishop. Yeah, yeah. Man I've, never read anything like, by, I've never read anything by him. I've never read any Splatter, Splatter Western stuff either. Oh, just so fucking kind good. of hasn't sort of this. jumped up my radar. Oh, I love him. Like, Devoured of the Dead and Magpie mm. Coffin are just both amazing books in the Splatter Western. But no, I haven't mm. read anything from Mike yet either. It's yeah. one of the people that are kind of on my list of we'll get to at some point. Yeah. It's a yeah. big answer. I, but... I, I wish I could read faster. I really do because I have got, I, I feel awful sometimes because, you know, like just, just people go, oh, Dave, your book was boss, your book was brilliant. And I go, 
oh, I've heard that yours is dead good too. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, and I can't, and I, I won't ever do. I mean, I'm, you know, you know what you like as as a as a reviewer yourself. You can't do a false review. You can't pretend you've read no. the book just for a review because you, you've got to read the book. But I always feel lousy <laughs> on the back. Like, I'm like, people read so at different so speeds, so. like, yeah. I read. Yeah. I tend to read it mostly when I'm on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> read it until me uh, until me feet go numb. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's it. I, I do need to. I do need to, to to start reading a little bit faster than than I than I did. Did you um? Did you enjoy? I mean, I know you want us kind of fussed exactly about the Wendigo stuff, but did you enjoy Bishop as a creature feature? Did you think yes. that side mixed in well with yeah. the survival side with the bear and yeah? Like, obviously, I was. Like, I was. I was I, I was expecting something different hmm. because yeah. from the cover, from the cover, I'd always just thought from the cover, all right, okay, mm, we know Bishop's going to be a werewolf here from the cover. Hmm. And the fact that, like, you know, it's not, it's different. No. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I thought, oh, that, that that's quite clever because, like, she'll get a load of people who love the, the 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 werewolf features, but you'll also get the creature feature people, and you'll also get the splatter people as well. So yeah. yes, you know, and then you get a cool werebear instead. <laughs> a werebear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I I know the guy who uh, who created werebears. Um, <laughs> been I've been doing some work when we trying to them um, trying to bring them back. Do you remember the werebears from the nineties? Oh, just 1990s? about, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah George, George, George Nicholas. I've been working with us to to to, to revamp it. Um, oh. Whether we do it or not, I don't know. It'd be boss if we did because people loved it. Oh, but yeah. yeah, but where bears? Yeah, but the, these are cuddly kind. He's Bishop isn't. Bishop's <laughs> not. No, Bishop's not. No. Um, no. Yeah, and I liked the. Uh, I like. I liked the relationship as well between Troy and Bishop. I think that was probably yeah. one of my favorite parts of the book. Yeah, it's it, kind of. It, it's a bit mochery, but it's also not. Yeah. 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 Because obviously but bishops that, have a lot more kind of expertise, but it's him kind of slowly getting more. More empathy sounds a bit cold. Bishop was never too well, not exactly cold, cold, but he's kind of warming to Troy more as they go on, and that empathy yeah. kind of creeps into yeah. it more. It's like it's like it's like a niggling respect that mm. he doesn't want to have, but he gets regardless of whether he wants it or not. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. kind of Bishop just wants to go about his business, find him himself, and then go back to his isolation. But Troy yeah, seems like he's trying to make a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's um, I think it's very well written. The fact that like that I'm um, for such a short book, and as I say, like you've got all the procedural parts, of it, but you've got this slow arc as well that goes over it, and it's it's it. As I say, it becomes it becomes a buddy buddy film book. Um, as oh, well as film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Candy should be made of it. it was a buddy buddy film, and um, but it be- but it becomes a, it's it, so you've got the creature feature and you've got the horror of the Wendigo and what the Wendigo's going through, you know, this, this insatiable hunger and stuff like that, and um, but you've also got you've also got like you know the the the, the procedural thing and the buddy thing going on in such a big and short book. Yeah, I mean, how many pages is it? It's what it's what about hundred and thirty pages. Uh, yeah, it can't be too much more than that. But yeah, it's a very tight book. I don't, I don't yeah. feel like there's any wasted space in the book. Like, no, no, kind of no. rereading it, um, rereading it the second half hour a lot shorter than I remembered. Yeah, um, I mean that in a good way. It just like felt like you know, it's just super tight. Like getting on to the next thing each time while still kind of building the different relationships. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because reading it the first time, I had no fucking clue what it was about. I was just like, "Oh, I want to give something to read from Candice. Bishop mm. looks like it's looks interesting." Like you know, I'm well, kind of reading it to begin yeah. with and thinking, "Oh, this is really good. I'm kind of enjoying the wilderness." Oh, the fuck! The mum just died. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. It was quite well, nice up until that it's point. <laughs> it's a most popular book, but it's yeah, you can tell it's a most popular book for a reason because it is so it is so well written. Yeah, yeah, it, it really, really is. I mean, I, I like, I, I'm not a massive fan of short stories or novellas. I don't mind, um, but I'm not a massive fan of short stories because, because I read slow. I like to engross myself into the world of the book that I'm reading. Yeah, um, I'm reading a book at the moment. I've just finished it called um, "Escort to the Grave." 
by uh, Gavin Walker, G GT Walker, and it's a it's a horror, but it's it's more like a psychological thriller slash horror. It's got para it's paranormal. So I just gonna say to that. See you later. Bring just like to them. Um, it's more like a, a a paranormal psychological thriller. But the world that he's built is mm. fabulous, and it's based in Wales as well. So it's like you know, so you know the places you you know you know the Brecon Beacons, and you know you. Yeah, you've heard yeah. of these places and stuff like that. And I like that. It's a, it's a chunky book, but I like it because I've been immersed and I've been reading it for about 14 years now. But <laughs> it's like you're immersed in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I can't do the longer books as much now. Like, well, I'm trying to do stuff for the channel and the podcast and write my own stuff. Well, um, yeah. You've I got... love novellas now. Novellas are like yeah. great for Well, me. the novellas are going to be your mate. They're your bread and butter now, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. They are. Yeah. Because yeah. you can get and through love... six or seven. Yeah. Exactly. And luckily, like Splatpunk and Extreme Horror is just basically a lot of novellas, so that works fine for me. <laughs> yeah, because I always think that if if you're going to do true Splatterpunk or a true Extreme, I think if you took it to the full... Because I like when I write a novel, I like to hit a 90,000-word mark if I'm doing a mainstream novel. Um, yeah. I like to think the 90,000-word 90, the 90, mark, that's kind of like my sweet spot. Um, I think if you do that, in a splatter and uh, uh, or an extreme, I think it could probably get a little bit boring. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, possibly. Get... I think there's probably yeah. not too many at that length. Like, yeah, I, I mean, the longest I've written is seventy-five thousand words, and yeah, that's probably my least extreme book because I was able to be kind of go into a bit more comedy with it and a bit more mainstream with it. Yeah, because otherwise, because like, because like splatter. Tends it, it tends to be there to shock, doesn't it? But if you keep getting shocked and you're shocking and you're shocking and you're shocking and you're shocking, and, you're shocking, and, you're shocking, and, you're shocking, and then when you get to 80,000 words, you're going, I'm not shocked anymore. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, you're like, how the oh, fuck do I end this book with my best shot? Was <laughs> yeah, 30, it's just like, words and then again. they all died. Yeah, <laughs> but it's um, yeah, I, so I, I think I think the novella is the sweet spot for the extreme, oh, for the extreme horror and, yeah. the, and the splatter punk stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, what else have we got for Bishop here? Um, yeah, just um, just quickly going into the other characters. Did you um, did you like Casey's character? Did you think that she was a interesting sort of part of it, or were you more kind of invested in Bishop and Troy? I'm I'm not a huge fan of kids in horror books, just unless <laughs> unless they're the victims. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no. See, I liked, I like, I liked it. I liked um, Casey's uncle. I liked the mum. I liked Bishop. I even liked the uh, the grizzled old detective and stuff like that. But the kids, especially when the kids are more equipped than the adults, you know, and there's a little bit of a smart assness about <laughs> about it and. I so I find that quite endearing that she was like someone who is kind of geared for this life. I feel like she would like, you know, like she's designed for this. But if you stuck yeah. her like somewhere else, she would be like useless. Like I like she that was, sort no, of she, element. She was, she was well written. She, and don't get me wrong, she was well written. I just have a pet hate. I want to see smart ass kids getting there. <laughs> have you seen him? Uh, Cocaine Bear, the film. I haven't seen it yet. No. no well, as a kid. There's a smart ass kid and it was up the tree and he gets it and you're like <laughs> you're cheering when he gets it, you know what I mean? But it's um but yeah, she was she was a great character and she was needed for the book because she she drove the book really. Was, yeah. Bishop was almost almost the the engine for her driving the story. Yeah. Uh, I felt like Casey was kind of the heart of the book, like her yeah, and I don't think it wouldn't have worked if she was an adult. No. no, no, it wouldn't have worked if she was an adult. But I, I would have liked her to have been a bit more scared and a bit more, a bit, a bit more intimidated by the cold and the fact that she was like three days away from a mum or I mean, I, I think she would have just fucking died straight off the bat if that was the yeah, case. Like. Yeah, but, but then, but then. If she hadn't, and she she kind of fluffed her way through it, because she did have this yeah. little bit of knowledge. But she was just a she was just an expert, and yeah. she was twelve. And I was like, <laughs> mm. yeah, I was uh, that. 
that is the only, and that's the only thing I can say that riled that ranked me, riled me about the book a little tiny bit, but it didn't ruin it in no shape, in no way, shape or form. It was a, uh, it was well written and it was a brilliant book. But yeah, mm. but 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 I, I liked, I liked the detective, and and I thought, I thought there could have been more. Uh, if you wanted to make it into a longer book about like a like a a, a better subplot or more in depth subplot of the rescue team, yeah, um, um, you know Daniels and all the other people, yeah, 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 like like what their findings and what their take on the Wendigo was. So they would have found all these corpses and you know and and <laughs> yeah, and I think who's the who's the policeman who dies? Who I think he was. Tony, I want to say. Yeah. Tony or I'm Daniels, it was one of the I'm two. Rubbish, I'm rubbish with names. I don't even remember. Yeah. I find it really sad that he died. Like, know, he wasn't in it loads, but the fact that he just, like, tucked her into bed and gave her a nice cup of tea and warmed her up and was looking out, and then <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, fuck, now he's dead. As soon like, as he did that, as soon as he did that, I thought, yeah, he's going. He's going. She, she goosed him. Like, the minute she said, like, oh, he's looking forward to getting home to his wife and kid. I was to like, his oh, wife he's fucking kids. dead now. Like, like, yeah, he's going he's nowhere, that fella. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I like I like that, but I would have, if she was going to make it bigger, I don't think it needed it because it was in the novella, in the novella size yeah. of the book that it was. But if she was going to go bigger with that, if she was going to go wider, then I think a, a boss subplot about the rescue team would have been brilliant because I think when you think about um, about you know less extreme um, uh, cold environments or lost environment lost in the woods and stuff like that there's always something happens there's always something happens to the rescuers and they always have a, a mini adventure while they're doing their adventure uh, yeah. so you know that's to that, read that... Um, Eric Butler's um, Public Massacre for that. <laughs> Oh, well, the rescue I team does not go well for the rescue team. Doesn't it? You know, see, <laughs> that, I love that. I love that. Oh, and kids are fucking slaughtered all over the place. Oh, so well, it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Put it on your list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm riding. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, yeah. So, so, so that was so that would have been that would have been again if there was going to be a negative side of it, then maybe it could have been longer and it could have had a. a, a so I'm, I love subplots. I'm all about subplots. I I love to have. Two or three little subplots going on in the book, mm. you know, like sometimes the romantic subplots and that, and you think it's a little bit cliche. It's interesting though, isn't it? Because you can um, you can have a thing that you like to read that's different to write, like because yeah. you haven't in those shorter gross out books, you haven't got those big expansive slug plots. No, but yeah, no. that's what you like to read. And yeah, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I'm exactly the same. Most um, of the stuff I like to read is not in my own books. Mm. Like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a huge reader of the splatterpunk genre, and I, I make that I make that you know um, known to everybody. I make that explicit, like like to an awful lot of people. I'm not a huge reader of the splatterpunk. I, my favorite type of book is um, the Haunting of Hill House, and you know, you know stuff like that. It's like like gothic horror. Yeah. Um, the old, old, really old style gothic horror, like it doesn't have to be old and in in a classic, but it just could be set in the olden days, and like a good haunted house, and yeah. you know something I can like get my teeth into, so I can feel the atmosphere, and <laughs> that's my favorite genre. Um, but, I mean, Vincent uh, Price would be, yeah. but yeah, well, yeah, you no, know, house, I'm a house horror style stuff, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. without the camp, yeah, well, something, <laughs> no, keep the camping, camping boobs, that's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> More camp and more boobs. Bring it on. Yeah, I think they're long gone now. <laughs> they are, aren't they? Yeah. Hashtag Me Too is going here. Is mm. it, is, is Luckily, killing. you've got 120 years of cinema history, so you can go back. So and you find can go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> go man. But then you, but then you, 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 you oogling at the boobies of all the ladies who died <laughs> like years ago. Well, <laughs> that isn't it. <laughs> There's a book there somewhere. <laughs> isn't it just? <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. I, I say that Hammer House of Horror was 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 great. And you know, do you know who else I like? Um, my, own, my own personal, my own personal taste is Dennis Wheatley. And I know he's he's not in vogue at the moment. And I know some of his um some of his own politics and stuff like that were were, were questionable. Um, but his writing, I loved his writing. I loved I loved the feel of his writing. I loved the the danger. Um, and you know, what was that character he had? 
Count Count the Police or something like that. His name was, and he was in a couple of books. And it was all about it was all about the occult. The devil has the devil's daughter, and the devil rides out and stuff like that. And it was all about the occult stuff, and it was just, it was very seventies, but it was so good, so good. Yeah, can't get wrong yeah. with occult stuff. I like occult stuff. I love. I occult find my stuff. writings kind of slowly going towards that area a bit more and more. Like, yeah, well, it's. It's it's a, it's a rich vein, isn't it? Yeah. It's a rich vein to tap into. There's so much, and there's so many different ways you can go with the occult type type vibe. It, it you know it, yeah. it's really because cool. I I was brought up strict Catholic. Um, my me me mum was from an Irish family, my dad's from a Scottish family. That's why I'm so tight. No, don't <laughs> you? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy you the point. Um, but I was brought up really really staunch Catholicism. And uh, I think that's give me a, a, an interest in the way the occult works because when you think about it, like Catholicism is is all about the occult because you know the all these people brought this man back to life, you know, and, and he came back to to fix their sins. But only the people who followed him, they were the only sins that he he wasn't going to do them them Jewish people, or he wasn't going to do them Hebrews, or he was. It wasn't going to do that Muslims. You're just going to do the people who follow them. I'll, I'll, I'll. So it was all occult. It was occult and occult. So it's just uh, there's so many different ways that you can go down that way. So if you're going to do occult, mate, I'll, I'll lap that up. I'll read that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I just kind of slide into it slightly every now and again. I just find it's like it's always a good place to go as a bit of a subplot or a bit of a sting in the tail. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, again, um, again, you can just you can just sort of throw that in, can't you? Yeah, and everyone goes, exactly. ah, and it was the occult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the devil all along. It was the dick. devil all along. He's a <laughs> bugger, him, isn't he? Oh, yeah, don't get in the way. Uh, yeah. So, anything else for Bishop that you you want um, to cover? I always, I, I tell you, another thing I didn't like too much about it, but but then when I when I when I read it, it you know it, it kind of makes sense. As I always thought. The cover looked a little bit mm, because I always thought, is the cover the cover's giving it all away? Do you know what I mean? So mm. you're thinking, you know, so there's this like half man, half beast, looks like a werewolf, and you think, okay, if you're not into werewolves, you really and you don't know Candice and you haven't really known much about the book, then I'm thinking you're probably not going to pick that up if if werewolves aren't your thing, and if you do, and if you don't, then you're going to miss out because it's not. You know, it's nothing about werewolves. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's quite a striking cover. I like the kind of the colour scheme on it, the white oh, the and the red. Scheme, I think yeah, works the really red and well. white is yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think I was attracted to the colours like a fucking magpie or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah well, I I'm an Evertonian. Like, I'm I'm an Everton fan, so red and white don't appeal to me. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I'm a Liverpool fan, so yeah. Oh well you got the accent <laughs> for it. So you know like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I did really know. I didn't think I really kind of looked at the cover, like really kind of properly looked at it when I first read it. I yeah. think I just wanted to read something of Candace's and was like, you know, this yeah. looks interesting. Like I wanted to read it because I'd heard so much about it. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think the advertising for me is best person to person. No, where yeah. the mouth, where the mouth, where the mouth is, yeah, is, is, is the best. Is well, the best I example. don't, um, I don't really read synopsises. Um, I'll occasionally buy something as a cover, but yeah, if I kind of word of mouth or just the fact that if I've read someone a few of someone's books, yeah, you know, it's familiar coming out, I'll be like, okay, yeah. I'll give the new one a go as well. Yeah, yeah, I like to, I like to go into stuff quite blind, really. I don't really like mm. to know what's going on when I kind of start reading it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Well, I, to jump in. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not an advertiser's dream, really, because like it's like here, you know, when I'm reading my Kindle, um, and you get all them adverts that pop up on your Kindle. I've never mm. once, never once no. bought one of them. I mean, I know people no. who do, and I know like 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 that type of advertising can be really really good. Um, but me personally, I've never ever bought. Bought a book like that, you know what I mean? No, they uh, very so, yeah. rarely recommend something that I would read. Like occasionally they do, but mostly it's just like, why are you advertising this to me? You know yeah. what I read. You like, know, it's all on your website. 
Yeah, that, that's that's another thing, isn't it? Another mad thing because you think to yourself that they would start kind of I get a bit more customizing. Yeah, like yeah. it tailors a little more now, but at first I'm like, there's no point telling me this romantic book is 99p. Yeah, yeah, could be, but, you could give me a tenner for it. I'm not going to read it. Like, yeah. it's not all these fellas with rippling muscles on the front cover, you think to yourself, that I'm, I'm never ever going to read it. No, that. like if he's a fucking serial killer who's going to chop people up and eat them or whatever, then I'll give it a go. But yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm not. I'm not an advertiser team. I'm more of a. I'm more of the the type of person who you know because I know you, and I know that I've read the I, I read the rocks because of you, um because I know that you'd read my books and I thought you know what I'm, I'll, I'll I'll pay him a little bit back and I'm glad I did because it was such a fucking mm. good book, um and I'll read Candice's because I have interaction with Candice online and we have a laugh and you know and it's like um and it, Loads of people have read it and loads of people have understood it and loads of people have loved it. So I thought I'd find out and give it a go myself. Yeah. Um, I've got that's one another one. thing that works well, isn't it? It's just reading books of people you've interacted with online. Like that's yeah, yeah. why it's I mean, important got, to got, do that stuff. I've got a couple of personal friends. Like um, I've got, there's, there's a lady called Catherine Cavendish and she writes horror, but she writes it's really gothic horror. It's really mm. like old style horror. Um, and it's really cozy, and I love her books, absolutely and utterly love her books, and and I'd recommend her books to everybody, not everyone's cup of tea, especially not in the splatter form, but if you like like a lip, if you you want to cleanse your palate and go for a nice, cozy, well-written book, then I'd go with Catherine Cavendish or a guy called D&D Hall, Um, you know, they're they're great, and I know them, so I'll read their books. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's it's one of them, isn't it? It's like you know, you you do what you do, and you are who you are. You see, you see these people, and and they've read they've read one hundred and thirty two books since yesterday, and you <laughs> think, you know, are they absorbing them books? I I, I don't I don't understand. How uh, do I don't know. Yeah, I think it works differently. Yeah. I've read completely. Yeah, God, I've got, yeah, got, I've I think I've read. Them maybe 138 or something this year i think i'm closing in on my 150 target yeah Um, i'm pushing six yeah (laughs) but yeah like like three years ago i'd be pushing 10 at the most yeah like it's just i would you know i devote more time to reading now mostly because modern cinema sucks but you know i always i always feel to myself i always think if i if i'm reading so yeah so like if if i've got if I have like an hour and a half during the day and I say it's raining outside and it's warm in the house and stuff like that, and I think to myself, Do you know what? I'll have a little read and I go and get my Kindle. And within 10 minutes of reading, I'm feeling guilty that I'm not writing. Right. And that's yeah. See, kind that, that's of... why I, I designate writing times now. I'm like, yeah, you know, between yeah. 10 and 4, 11 and 4 every day, I'm going to write. Yeah. And then after that, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Do whatever you that, want. Yeah. That just alleviates that guilt of not writing. Because yeah. otherwise you end up writing all the time. Like you spend all day writing and then you'll have some lunch and then you're like, oh, yeah. I'll just finish that chapter and you don't get to do anything else. And my, that works for a lot of people, but it yeah, doesn't work for wouldn't, me. My missus wouldn't let me bring my laptop on holiday with us this year. <laughs> <laughs> for good reason, really, because <laughs> I'd have been like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But little did you know, I had me apps at me... Um, my notes application on my phone and uh, yeah, and, uh mine's stuffed wrote, for yeah 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 this new book wrote, that i'm writing at the moment i wrote like just on the plane trip home from holiday recently i wrote the whole fucking outline on my phone like yeah but that, that, that's the way i that's the way i wear that's how i write them so while i was on holiday and lauren um was sunbathing and i, I get bored i don't sunbathe so after about 10 minutes i'm like <laughs> Same, fidgeting yeah. and scratching my head and I've been in the pool and I've been out the pool and I've been back in the pool and I've gone for another beer so I was sitting on my phone and I wrote the whole I wrote it's probably around about seven or eight thousand words for the <laughs> Glampires uh, book which I'm going to uh, start on after well, on your phone yeah it's all on my phone yeah, yeah see that's excessive oh. I think seven thousand words <laughs> on your phone that's the amount of fucking typos like, on yeah. I'd have about a thousand typos. It'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, the typos don't bother me. That that's uh, at least <laughs> <deal> with them. So <laughs> you have the typos. They're yours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anything else with Bishop? Or are we are uh, pretty happy with what we covered there. 
I think we're a pretty good with what we covered there. I think um, you know we gave it a definitely gave a it book a, that you would uh, highly recommend. Pros and its cons. What'd you say, sorry? Uh, definitely a book you'd highly recommend. Yes, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I very, very, very seldom give higher than a four star review because the way I look at it is one star is absolute not a garbage. You know, it's you know, it's it, it's just rubbish. Um, I've never given a one star review to anybody. To be fair, no, two stars are it's got redeeming features. Three stars are the, the book was good. Four stars, the book was excellent. Five stars, the book blew me away. Yeah. I think I've only ever given five star review to the date by Motley Crue because <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely fucking love that book. Um, but yeah, so so I it, it it's a strong four star book for me. Do you know what I mean? Because I always think pretty much think a five if you don't give them. So yeah. well, yeah, <laughs> it is yeah, but but it's no date by Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's it, it's a very 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 fucking good strong read, and because it's a fast read and because it's engaging and because you just sort of like plow through it, um, yeah. you know if it, if if you're getting if you've got like your your list that you know your your, your target you've got a you've got a hit for your reading for the end of the month and you you need a good one then throw that in and then you'll you, you know you yeah. some people read oh, yeah. that in a day. Yeah, it's just a very good atmospheric creature feature with yeah, just good strong characters, right? Like, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah one of those books where every component I think works really well, and yeah, definitely a very tight book. Yeah, I really really enjoyed it. I really did. Awesome. So yeah, well, so there we go. There we go. So yeah. Candice Nolan, Nolan, good one. Good more, yeah. more the same. I'll say <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to get into Bishop too, but as you say. With the fact that it is a co-written one, I, I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, to I've read. Um, I read the Unicorn Killer of hers as well. And that was mm. really good. Uh, right. That's pretty short. It's about forty, fifty pages. But all right, yeah, okay. quite a, quite a fun like novelette. Yeah. yeah, yeah, more of a novelette. I think it was written more for like the kind of godless crowd sort of thing. And yeah, yeah that one was yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, thank you very much for coming on the show. And well, thank you for having me book. and for letting yeah. me for letting me waffle on. Yeah, that's what we like on this show. Just let people go off on one. Yeah. Talking about oh, cool I, I, shit. I, 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 mean, I, can, I can go off on, on, on loads there, but you you, <laughs> you, you reeled me in. Because <laughs> yes. like normally yeah. when I do these like uh, these 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 like podcasts and stuff like that, we very seldom end up talking about books. We all end up talking about like concrete or you know, <laughs> dog poo in the street, or you know, like you know, the yeah, politics. No, I, I can't <laughs> call like, my one. Yeah. I can't call it a book club and then just talk about anything and everything. Oh, yeah, I'd make try and steer it back every now and then. Some <laughs> of the conversations that I've had doing these has just been it's just been crazy. But yeah, no, <laughs> mate, I've really enjoyed this. Loved it. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, excellent. Oh, thank you very much for coming along. And uh, yeah, and then everyone can go and buy the boyfriend as well, as well as uh, as well as Bishop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and see if you think yeah. I'm a paedophile at the end of it. Yeah, apparently <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for coming along, dude. Happy days. Cheers. Cheers. See you later.